Wait, are you... <laughs> are you gonna count me in? Whatever. I'm just gonna go for it. Welcome to the Queen's Lead Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Singleton. And as a child of the 80s, I'd love to say Queen's rule. But they don't. Queen's lead. Being a queen means you are worthy to be a leader of people. The guests on our show do exactly that. They are leading the way in their businesses, families, and communities. And they're taking their rightful place in the spotlight, leading and inspiring the developing queens in all of us. Welcome to the Queen's Lead Podcast. Now here's your host, Amy Singleton, the queen of realness, leading conversations about business, life, and the real shit you want to know. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Queen's Lead Podcast. Today, we are honored to be joined by Michelle LaFrance. <laughs> but since I'm from Oklahoma, I'm going to say Michelle LaFrance. Welcome, Great. Michelle. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. <laughs> so happy to have you. So tell our guests who you are coming to us direct from Minnesota. Not yes. for long, probably, but tell us what's going on up there in Minnesota. Yes. Well, I'm so happy to be here. We should tell your audience that we're new friends and it's just like, we're going to be talking about personalities, but sometimes what happens is people just recognize someone similar to themselves. I liked yeah. you from the first time I saw your picture on LinkedIn. I go oh, <laughs> up to something. I got to reach out to her. So having said that, yes, Michelle LaFrance, LaFrance, and uh, I'm the owner of a digital agency that I started after 9-11. Um, in a really trying time. And so I think that's relevant because we've got a lot of entrepreneurs and business uh, owners and just bis you know women business owners, just own business owners that are kind of going, hey, what's up next? Like, okay, it's not like the world is short of any kind of drama and trauma. <laughs> and we still have to run our company. So I feel like I have a lot to contribute to that. And that company, I named it Smarty Pants. So because we're talking about personalities, I'm going to start letting your audience know that people are telling you who they are, with everything that they say and do. Who would name their company Smarty Pants, right? And so that's a certain personality type that I came to recognize once I became a trainer. But I thought if I was going to have a company, I better have fun with it. And right. uh, I realized when I started my company that I was good at certain things. And then I recognized everything that I suck at, which is a lot. <laughs> We all suck it so much, but thank God there are people that are good at that shit that we don't have to do. And we aren't good at anyway. We don't like doing anyway. Yes. So tell us the story. I, I know a little bit about the story, but tell us the story of being in corporate America. Oh shit. Uh, something happened. And then Michelle says, you know what? I'm going to take this life by the horns and do my own thing. Because that's what a lot of women listening to this podcast are thinking about doing, dreaming about doing, have just done and are freaking still terrified or like me are five years into it and, and remain terrified just all the time. And we just keep putting one foot. I know, I know. <laughs> I love when you said, I listened to your last interview and you said running a business is messy and it just is like, just get used to the fact that it's never perfect. It's never going to be perfect. Every day I look at, okay, what's the most important things that I can get done and we do it. It's a, it's a shit show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that, Welcome that, to the shit show, everybody. Queen of the podcast. We're going to tell it like it is. It's a good shit show because at the end of the day, my clients get taken care of. All of the important things get done. And then I stress out about all the other things that didn't get done, but the important things get done. All right. So the year is, um, well, it's the year of 9 11. 
right? And so prior to that, I was a really happy gal working in corporate America. I was working for a very large IT consulting web development company in Portland, Oregon. And we sold, our orders were millions and millions of dollars selling the security for the infrastructure, the computers, the Cisco networking, the firewalls and the websites, which most of our websites were a quarter million in North, you know, they're five hundred, six, seven big, big websites. And then 9-11 yeah. happened, right? And technology got hit so hard. Mm. I was on a sinking ship and I knew I was on a sinking ship and there ain't nowhere to go because technology and the web in Portland had these big web companies and we were just watching them drop like flies, like boom. Wow. And I go, well, I can't go to work there. They're gone. They went bankrupt. They, <laughs> right. And so. Wow. I wasn't in the tech world at that. I was a government contractor working at the FAA actually when 9-11 oh. happened. So, so educate me about what, what was it that happened um, to the tech world in 9-11? Oh, such a good after question. That. Well, well, what was happening in our society where people are going, oh my God, did that mm -hmm. just happen? And so what was happening with humanity is they were they were hunkering down at home and they were like, oh, I've been so busy. I didn't tell you I loved you. I love you, babe. Oh, I love you. And we're buying linens for the, <laughs> you know, new sheets for the bed and linens. And we're making home cozy and comfy for a period of time because people were so frightened. And it's just like, okay. what's really important, right? And so in that sense... I think the HVAC world, I wasn't involved in the HVAC world then. I think the HVAC world probably survived that, but the tech world didn't. And mm -hmm. it was just gruesome. I was a big shareholder in Sun Microsystem and they tanked down, you know, it's just the whole tech sector just went to crap. And so there wow. I am, a sinking ship. And I was one of 11 employees left and there was over a hundred. So I'm one of 11 and I'm just like, I don't know, this sucks. And then one day they came, they literally, they pulled the network, they pulled everything and we were all told to leave. So we walked across the street to Seattle's Best Coffee and we got a lot wow. and we went to the unemployment office and, um, you know, all of a sudden I'm unemployed. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Talk about a scary time. Like it's scary enough already, but here's this great job that's just gone in an instant. Yeah. And so I thought I was retiring early and all that kind of stuff. It was in that tech field when you're doing that kind of work, there's just a, a big, you know, paycheck, you know, yeah. doing that kind of work. And so all of a sudden you go from one extreme to the other. And um, I just remember, you know, getting my unemployment check and uh, you know, it was $1,600 a month and I had a home and a three bedroom home and I had three horses and my board bill was a thousand dollars per horse. Right. So yeah. you can see, this is not going to cut it. It's not going to work. Right. It's not going to work. And the stock market started tanking. So it was just like, here we are in the scary world. The stock market is tanking. I don't have a job. Oh my God, what am I going to do? And so I was like, oh, I know I'll start a company. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> You're a smarty pants. I can do this. Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> Uh, let's do it, you know? And it's just like, I look back at it and I go, oh, so naive. <laughs> oh, that sweet soul just was like, well, you know, I know what I'm good at, right? So I yeah. was good at marketing and I knew how to help people market with websites. And back then the internet was really, really new. And I always laugh because I knew I started a company because I knew what I was good at. And I shortly found out 
everything that I sucked at and 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 and, and there was a lot that I sucked at I'm like wasn't <laughs> there somebody can do this document for me who's gonna what <laughs> what about the accounting wait what I have to do these things this is horrible yeah you find out really quick all the all the hats that are there for you to to try on <laughs> Yeah, all of that. And then just great respect. You learn so much. And I think about all, you know, the companies that I had worked for or whatever, just everything that is involved in in making shit happen. Like I have this product, I have this service, I have this talent, and I'm going to go offer it to the world. And it's more than just than what you think at first. So a huge learning lesson. But here I am, right? So many years later, and I'm still here. I'm still standing. It's so great. <laughs> so what were some of those what were some of those early struggles that like you mentioned accounting and document preparation um so who were the first people that you hired or that you got to help you with some of those things well the first thing first was getting clients and so I'll speak to anybody because there's that big resignation right where seasoned people that are really really talented like here in Honeywell it was last year, but I think they laid off 16,000 people. So all of a sudden we've got seasoned people, you know, wow. that have been running marketing departments or operations or whatever the heck they've been doing. And all of a sudden they're available and they're out on, on the street. Anyway, the first thing was just like, well, I better go find a client, you know? So <laughs> let's just start there. <laughs> yeah. It was like this mishmash. Um, so I was getting my hair done one day and, you know, I, I told Muriel, I said, Hey, you know, I'm starting my own web company. I need a website. So I did a hair salon. And then that was my very first one I ever built too, was for a hair person. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And then, well, actually, I think the first one was Speeds Towing. It was a towing company in Portland, yeah. Oregon. I don't even know how I came across them, but they needed a website. But it was just like so bizarre. It was like a towing company, a hair salon a car rental company. I mean, it was just all over the board. And I was like, oh, there's got to be a better way. I need a niche. Okay. Cause I was networking and I was just spread all over doing these websites. And so I looked for a niche and then, um, I worked, um, I, I did a lot with interns. So I would pay my mm -hmm. interns and then some of them stuck around and you train them. Right. And so yeah. I've got people been with me like 20 years that just came and learned and grew. And so that was really, really helpful. And then VAs, right? So big mm -hmm. fan of being a VA, a big fan of cultivating interns into, into, you know, into employees and people that can just really buy into like what you're doing. And then almost everybody wants a flexible schedule. So I go, I don't care what you do. My deadlines are my deadlines. I have a time, I hold myself to them and I hold, I go, you can work at two o'clock in the morning. But when I say mm -hmm. this is the deadline, it is the deadline. Yeah. But, and don't, I'm, you know, and we're not missing deadlines in my company. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was that start. And then the second, I found a niche with the home builders. So I am always going to encourage business owners to just find a lane right? Like when you do web marketing, you could be all over the place. I was just like, I need a lane. And so I had a little powwow with myself in like February, shortly after I started my company. And I'm like, yeah, I need a niche. And it was, I'm in Portland, Oregon. I go, well, who needs a website now? Because back in the day, websites were still kind of new in 2002 and three. Yeah. Right? And so I'm like, well, if you're a remodeler, if you're an HVAC, if you're building decks, if you're doing landscaping, if you're any of these people, it rains all winter long and then come April, May, you, you know, you need a website by April, May. So I was looking for, so who needs a website now? And so yeah. 
end up serendipitous. This is my other comment that I like to make is just when you start making decisions, things just show up. So I decided that that was my niche. And the next day, somebody introduced me to somebody at the Home Builders Association. I'm like, what the heck? So I've always worked with contractors, right? So I started working with contractors and then they needed websites, right? So I went boom, 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 boom. And then 08 came and I'm fast forwarding to that because then in 08, what do we have? We have that recession. So I just yeah. built back up and I was like, okay, dodge that billet, started a company and we're doing great. And then 08 came and it hit. There ain't no home. new homes being built. I know that's right. Yeah. And I go, how could one person be in the two industries that get hardest by the latest world tragedy? How can that possible? Like, what the heck? And yeah. I lost my audience like that. I almost lost my company in a way. Wow. Because it was all, I like a, a niche, so it was all home builders. Mm-hmm. But then during that time, it was an HVAC owner that um, reached out to me and wanted to, and I had done a website for him because he was part of the Home Builders Association. And he said, hey, can you make me number one in the search for ductless heat pump? And I said, yes, I can, because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. I said, yes, I can help you. Big, long silence. What's a ductless heat pump? I don't even know what you <laughs> Yes, I can help you. What the heck is it? And so that was my next niche then. And so here we are today. And so um, I am the founder of the Duckless Directory. And um, again, just marketing, just finding a lane, finding a niche and adding something unique. So I do everything off the website. And then today I want to just weave this thing like when I was helping people with their digital marketing, you know, my company, we're so good at it, right? At all the things that we do as you are in your company. Like I know we're hundred percent confident. If you hire me, you're going to get leads. But I yeah. actually used to say to people, I used to say this, I'll go, you know what? You're going to get leads. I'm going to help you get plenty of them. And you're going to own your backyard. And you're going to be a happy, happy camper, but um, you're on your own once that lead comes in. And I was like, how incomplete is that? And so part of what evolved in my company is at one point in time, I started realizing that there were certain people that would hire me on the spot, sometimes for a $10,000 project. In one meeting, I would walk in the door and they would be, you know, honey, come on in here. Come, You got to meet this gal. She knows all about HVAC. She does websites and the wife or, or whoever would come in and they'd be like, yeah, we're going with you. 10 grand. Oh, okay. And I walk out to okay. the okay and I'd walk out to the car and I'm like score god that was so great and I would go home and write up the proposal and then boom there was my next project but that happened infrequently right more often I would go make a presentation and I'd walk out the door and I knew it was a fail but I didn't know why it was a fail I go I know I know he's not gonna hire me So fast forward, I found out about this this methodology and it's called the bank code and it's personality science reverse engineered. And so it Mm. teaches you to learn about the other person and why is it that they will say yes? Some will say yes and some will say no. Why is it that some people will hire you on the spot for a $10,000 project and other people will ghost you for $2,000 worth of services? Like why? And I go, Right. And there was some days I was so frustrated because I knew in my heart of hearts that that guy hired me, I, he would be happy, but yeah. I didn't hire. 
So the book that I found, the founder of our company is Sherry Tree, and the book is called Why They Buy. And I went, yeah, why? Why? Somebody tell me. I've been in sales like all this time, and I don't know why some say yes and others say no. So I read the book. And I cried. Wow. Mm -hmm. And I realized in the very first chapter it was one of the personality types that I was turning them off and I didn't even know it. They were turned off by me. Michelle LaFrance, I'm smarty pants. I'm going to come in. I'm going to help you crush it in your market. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I didn't speak to any of their values. And it was too much energy and not enough process and other things that they needed. So I got to yeah. the chapter and I go, well, that answers that. I'm not even speaking that guy's language. And then I went through all four of the codes and I got to the end and I cried because I recognized all the times that I judged somebody. Mm. Big crime was that they were just had a different personality than me. Yeah. That's it. And it humbled me immensely. And I'm yeah. like, here I am struggling with people and like, why, why this and why that? And what a buzzkill and what a know-it-all or, you know, those little things that go on in your head when you meet someone. And I was just like, oh, I just had so much compassion. And it's just like, they're just being them. And why don't you learn how to tailor the way you present yourself and your company in a way that they value? And in a way that they can hear. Ooh. Okay. So this is good. So, so dig in, tell for, for those who obviously they need to go and read the book, but for those who haven't, how do we find out what our real true personality is? And I mean, because there's a million tests out there, right? Like there's the disc test, there's the Enneagram, there's all these other things, but this one specifically helps us learn how to communicate with that other person. And so can you tell us a little bit about kind of what we are and how that relates to what other people are and how do we know what they are? Yeah. When we're, when we're sitting across from them in a meeting or in a group like this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So I read the book and I have the book. So you can also Google the book. You can buy it that way. And then I do free intros. So I read the book and then I became a trainer. And that's mm. when I went, oh, I've, I, I always felt incomplete. Now I can help you get the lead. And now I can go, hey, people have personalities and personalities have got preferences. And you can keep doing the same one size fits all presentation, or you can start recognizing because they're giving you signs, the untrained mm. eyes and the untrained ears just think that you're having a conversation. But once you train your eyes and your ears, you go, oh, that person really values these things. So I'm going to slow it down. I'm going to slow it down. So in the bank code methodology, we have six ways. We call it cracking a code. <laughs> we crack someone's communication code, their value code, their buying code, their buying behavior. We crack that code. And now all of a sudden we start looking at people and um, like they have their own language, different personality types, literally speak a different language. And you, mm. can, you can start hearing it because we can't help but speak in the way that makes sense to us. So should I tell you what the four personality types yeah. are? Yeah, yeah, tell us. Well, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. So the mm -hmm. bank is an acronym, right? B-A-N-K, and it's an acronym for our four personality types, which we call the B blueprint. The A is action, um, and people might 
recognize your host as that personality type and me as that personality type. And so like, like typically is attracted to like, and N is the nurturing personality and K is what we call the knowledge personality. So what's really important to note is everybody's got a four part code. And so we never just say, oh, so-and-so is a blah and we stamp them with a label. Every person you know has got a four-part code. You're all of these values, but they exist in a certain order. Mm-hmm. And that order is their buying behavior. So when I would come in hair on fire, smarty pants, I'm going to help you crush it, blah, 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 to somebody that's a blueprint, I turned them off right out the get-go, right? Mm. It's amazing. So let me introduce you to the personality types, okay? All right. Okay, so B is the blueprint personality. And you're going to notice when um, I talk about personalities and we're just at a super, super high level, they have a color blue and it uh, designates somebody that's a little bit more reserved. We might say they hold their cards close to their chest or vest, whatever that saying is, mm-hmm. a bit more cautious and reserved, and they might be a little cooler, right? And we give them the name blueprint because in the industry that we're in with HVAC contractors, if they're going to design a new system, it's in a blueprint. And what is that blueprint? Is it a precise document? Definitely. Yeah. 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 100%. It's a precise person. Okay. So it's somebody cooler, cautious, really, really precise. And so when you, for me, when I was coming in, just talking about the goals and how we're going to get there and how we're going to crush it, not, not speaking their language at all. They want to mitigate risk. They're a conservative buyer. They want to know that they can trust me. And so blue also designates a personality where the hallmark traits are trust and loyalty. They're very mm-hmm. and loyal people. And what that means is you'll work <clears throat> harder to get them. But once you bring them into your sphere, they'll be very loyal to you. And mm-hmm. so it is about speaking their language um, and, and making them feel safe and comfortable. This is also a budget. Um, conscious person. So in the HVAC world, you know, we have this thing. And so business owners have said, thank you, Michelle. Thank you so much, because we have so much pressure in our industry for the one call close. You go Mm -hmm. and the cat, you ask the comfort questions, where are the pain? Then we do the financing and like, are you ready to buy? And this person will not be. You just hit what we call a tripwire. So triggers are what triggers a yes. And tripwires turns them off. It said, you don't get me. You just came into my home and you're wanting to close the sale. And that that's a turnoff. So my, some of my guys go, thank you, Michelle. What am I supposed to do? And I said, well, you, you ask them some questions. And that's what the training is about. It's just to recognize the training is two part. You have to recognize who's on the other side of the table from you. What is their bank code, their four part code. And then the second thing is then how will you modify yourself so you can speak their language? Hmm. Yeah. Not any different than if you were going to to Mexico and you needed to learn how to speak Spanish, right? Yeah. I only know. That's good. Yeah, tango necesito chocolate is this. <laughs> <laughs> but give me the chocolate. <laughs> yeah, give me the chocolate. But it really is learning how to speak someone's language. And if we have time before I go, I'm going to tell you how I closed a sale with a guy that told me no, not once, but twice. And so I thought either I'm a trainer or I'm not. So he told me no once and he's my avatar. So I do not want to lose this business. And so I had to speak this to him. He was a blueprint. I had to speak blueprint to him. 
Yeah. And he's like, okay, you got, and he literally said, you're really speaking my language. And I said, yes, I am. Yes, I, I am. <laughs> Very much on purpose. You don't yeah. know that, but here we are. <laughs> and here's the thing. And it's not being manipulative in the least. It really is honoring someone else. And honor is a big part of this code. Respect, honor. I mean, these are some of the most trustworthy, solid people you're going to meet. And in our industry, we serve the HVAC. They're, they're loaded with this personality type. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. okay. Okay. What's next? Okay. Second, what's next is the action personality. Okay. So here we give it the color red and here's where I'm going to introduce night and day. So these two personalities, the blueprint and the action in the world, romantically, they meet, they date and they marry. Oh, you're so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so grounded when I'm with you. You can just see what happens and business partners when they get together, they uh, uh, two guys or two gals or two whoever running a business, these two personalities like magnets and one of them will have their foot on the gas and the other one on the on the brakes. And so how do you navigate that sale? So the action <laughs> personality is really motivated by moving forward. Results oriented. I'm going to start a company. Your previous guest, I guess I'm guessing she's similar in our code. So she started a company. She didn't have it wasn't perfect. She made a ton of mistakes. That's an action personality. Moving yeah. forward, getting shit done, making things happen, hair on fire, lots of energy, lots of excitement, right, is the action personality. So the red stands for an energy level, but the red also stands for, um, they, these are people that tend to like luxury. They tend to be people like VIP treatment. They tend to like to hang out with other people like them because it's so exciting to get shit done and make things happen. And they yeah. really value freedom and they really value spontaneity and they like to win and they like to compete if there's a contest, right? And so if you walk into someone's home and they're in action and you start slow rolling them, they're, they're, they don't like it. They want to get to the bottom line. So they like bullets. And they yeah. right just want the bullet points and what this and in the furnace world you know we've got a good better best kind of scenario they're almost always going to want the best and so this is a one call close mm -hmm. and I don't care and I'm talking HVAC but whatever you're selling your clients are going to fit in here there are some people that just want what you have they're going someplace they think that you're a fit and they're going to buy I just bought yeah. something week i bought a workshop uh, somebody that was talking about workshops which you and i both do and i go i could be better at it and i come in at the last 10 minutes of his presentation i buy right then that's an action i don't need to yeah. see your thing i kind of saw your intro i think that you're good i think you can help me i could be better at what i'm doing boom plunk down the money boom that's the yeah. act instinctual buyer so if it feels good in the gut they're gonna move forward love it this one is completely different. So those two are night and day. And yeah. then we have this buyer, which we call the N is nurturing. And these are the warmest people that you can meet. These are the people that put people before profit. They don't care about closing the sale. You know, when you go into their home, um, you're not going to have your foot on the gas pedal. You're really going to connect because they really value connection. They really um, want to know, hey, what are you up to in your company? You know, do you guys do anything with charity? You know, they like teamwork. They, mm -hmm. they, they, they're just very, very warm. And so we say that they have a heart of gold. 
you know, which is part of what the yellow is. It's just that warmth that they have about them. And they tend to be happy in disposition, you know, like those people that it's the worst day and it's just like, well, you know, we have some lemonade and, you know, yeah. <laughs> all good. And, you know, we have each other and they tend to be more in that camp of really optimistic and really caring about people and they'll get turned off. You know, if you're coming in for the sale, these people also could be a one call close and they make their decisions from intuition. Mm. You either feel good or you don't. Yeah. And Isn't it like, is the statistic, statistics, I don't know words, is the statistic that 30% of women are nurturers? Is that right? Like oh, a, I don't a great majority? Um, I don't know about that. In my world, I, I know a lot of men that are. Yeah, right. Really? Okay. Wow. Yeah. Right. And, you got to make them feel. The nurturers need to feel like they are seen, yeah. heard, a part yeah. of the program, friends, all of those things, right? All of it. And you can't fake it. Okay. So yeah. they'll feel it, right? So if you're like, like oh, I'm going to put all my attention on this person. I'm just going to be really, really nice and everything. They feel, right? So mm -hmm. they can feel if that's authentic or not. And it's got to be a two-way street. Like, like you, you need to open up and, and be vulnerable as well. This yeah. is the personality of all the personality types. Let's say you really go in with your pre presentation and you flub it. This is probably the one where you could call them back and go, you know what? I really effed up. <laughs> yeah. I, I missed the mark with you and I feel really bad about it. You know, it, would it be okay? And this one would probably be like, that's oh, okay. It's okay. Yeah. Right. So this is the nurturing personality. When I get done here, I'm going to ask you which one of these people do you think has the biggest network? Everybody's got a ripple effect. So when we talk about business owners, right? I like to always say, what's at stake? What's at stake for you? What do you, what do you stand to gain if you close the sale? What do you stand to lose if you lose the sale? Then you lose a lot. You lose the sale, you lose the revenue, you lose a little self-esteem and you lose the referrals and the reviews and everything that each one of these personalities could provide. So it's so important. Yeah. Okay, then we got the K, this is the knowledge. These are your smartest, your brightest people. Um, HVAC industry is loaded with them. So these two personality types in our industry, business owners are heavily one of these codes, okay? So the <laughs> personality, smart, smart, smart people. They started a company. And they tend to be, um, well, first of all, we gave them the color green. Think of the matrix. Think of Excel spreadsheets. Like they are your number crunchers. They are your data uh, driven people. And this is the personality type that we always say, don't try and close this personality type. It's a tripwire. You're going to get yourself in really, really big trouble. Okay. They make their decisions from their mind and yeah. they sell themselves. So when you try closing this and I'll, uh, if we have time, I'll tell you a story about how I helped a friend of mine get her $10,000 bonus. And she needed to close this one sale. It was in December. And if she could close the sale, she would qualify for her bonus. And she's going after this guy like crazy. And I'm like, girlfriend, stop it. And I said, just tell me a little bit. So I asked her some questions. So one of the things that we do is we can speed code people. Tell me a little bit about your buyer. What's his title? What's his function? How long has the sales been going on? What kind of information does he need? La, 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 la. And I go, girlfriend, mm -hmm. that's your prospect. And you're going to lose the sale. You're going to, I'm not kidding you. That is a, a turnoff because they're smart. 
And so they yeah. just they feel like given the right data, they can make their own decision that makes sense to them. Logic rules the day. Okay. And so you don't go in for the close. You, you do other things, right? So that's the B-A-N-K. And so everybody is um, a four-part code. So I don't mind saying that you and I share the same code, which is we are ANKBs, which means we're action-oriented gals that like to get shit done. <laughs> we really care about the people that we serve, right? We genuinely care about them. We're pretty smart people. And then where I struggle in my business is this blueprint, you know, like, oh my God, like slowing things down and putting the processes in place. It's painful. I'm yeah. not I'm just like, but, but time, time is money. Time is money. And I could That's be right. things. So when we're out in the world, you know, whether we're hiring people or maybe you have people now you've got conflict, you can always go back to the bank code and look through the lens of personality science, what's happening in your company, what's happening with your team, <clears throat> the way that people can get frustrated with one another or, or resist one another. And most importantly, because we need revenue to grow, how are you approaching your prospects? And do you yeah. have something that you do or can you learn how to modify what it is that you're saying so that it matches with the values? And what your users can't see is I'm holding up these colored cards. They're called bank cards. And each one of them is a set of values. And the reason that our methodology is so different is there is, right, there's everything that you mentioned. And then what gemstone are you? And are you a sea otter or a Labrador? Or a <laughs> yeah. I, we sliced and diced this every single way. But this is the only one is like, who's across the table from you and what do they value? And the values are the key to our methodology because the values are hidden. It's not like we walk around with sticky notes, like I value right. So how do we know? What are the things that these personalities are saying? And I do, I want to hear the stories. I so, so we got to hurry. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. So, I okay. love it. This I is good stuff. It's such good stuff. Um, let's see. Should I tell you um, about my guy that closed the $94,000? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So HVAC contractor, he's out there from all his own mini split system, right? It's all jacked up, tricked up. It's the best, the best, the best. And consumers go out and get three competitive quotes. My contractor is this. He's a K and are the first two parts of his code. So he's a really smart guy that cares about people. That's the okay. So he goes out and he's like, Michelle, I'm circling back. I'm circling back. I'm just hearing crickets. I've just been ghosted. And that sale would really change the trajectory of my company. So I got a speed code. I said, Stephen, did you use the cards? And he said, no. And I said, why? And he said, I didn't feel comfortable. I felt awkward about it. So one way that we do it is we literally have these four colored cards and you can crack the codes in person. You just hand them to a person and you say, hey, Amy, before we get started today, I was wondering if you could do me a favor. Could you take a look at the information on these cards? And what I'd like you to do is organize them from top to bottom. At the top is most important, most like you. And down at the bottom is least important, least like you. It'll help me serve you better so we can be efficient with our time. People take the cards. They've never not done it. They look at the values and they put them in an order. And then they give them back to you. And they go, yep, this is me. And now they just told you what your sales presentation should look like. 
Wow. So you just come out and ask them. You're not trying to decipher based on what they're saying at all. No, just comes just really, really straight. People like it. And I have so many stories, but a different story was with a contractor. He had two sets of cards. They're $20 for a set, right? I have them. And he had out on a call and he called me from his car. He had a set in each pocket. I said, always have one in each pocket. Uh-huh. I'm going in, Michelle. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do what you said. I'm going to show them the cards. And I'm nervous. Cause like, what if they don't like it? What do, I go, what are they going to do? Are they going to spit on you? No, they're not. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. So he, in and he said hey before we get started today i was just wondering if you could do me a favor and he gives them that script it's a power script it speaks to every part of the code it speaks to every personality type and so he puts them out and the husband and the wife take the cards and they start organizing them and he was like i was just smart enough to keep my mouth shut i was just like wow they're really organizing the cards oh wow and then he's looking Uh at cards and she's looking at his cards and then they're like oh i didn't know you were like that oh is that why you get so upset oh i didn't know you were like that and they organize the cards and they go well what's your code and then he tells them that and he said i spent a half an hour just talking about it and then i presented um this mini split system and i left and they called the next day and they bought they said we just want to do business with you wow saving their marriage maybe i mean helping their communication be better in their home what's more connecting than that with your customer hello that's exactly right and let me just finish too by saying these two codes are magnets so the b and the a the blueprint and the action will find each other as will the nurturing and the knowledge Mm. these Mm -hmm. are couples all the time this one is really emotional and this one is really logical and they run into problems Right. So we do that makes so much sense because I am definitely that red and yellow primarily. And I can guarantee you, if we handed that stack to my husband, he would be primarily green and blue. I'm going to gift you a set of these cards. Me? Yes. For having me as your guest. Oh my gosh, really? Thank you. Oh my gosh. I'm going to be throwing these at every person I meet. This is so great. You can can crack the code of your husband and then you're going to start seeing like, you know, where does it get a little dicey and where could we, because the communication is a two-way street usually the person that understands it first will go to their husband or whatever and go hey babe you know whatever and they'll go yeah you need to be this way or that way with me or you know sometimes when you come to me with too much emotion it's just too much for me like I need uh, a little less energy coming at me but then you can say well okay and for me you know I really need this and look it's based on the values and we can't we can't criticize anyone for what they value you know yeah the compassion piece okay i gotta go back to my guy in uh my guy okay yeah guy ninety four thousand. he's like oh i can taste it i want it so bad and so he didn't use the cards and so i had to speed code so that's another thing that we do and speed coding is you have no and we have ai we didn't even get to the ai but that's another day uh we have ai tools we have all kinds of things that we do but my favorite thing is speed coding and so i go okay all right, you pulled up to the house. Did you notice a car in the driveway? Yeah, what was it? Well, personalities, you can tell by the card, right? They mm. tend to different things. Okay, so when you rang the doorbell, who answered the door? How did they answer the door? Where did you go sit? Were you at the kitchen table? Were you here? Were you there? What was the tone of the conversation? Okay, what kinds of questions did they ask? Mm-hmm. Did they seem serious to you? Mm-hmm. So 
I determined that both the husband and the wife are blueprints. Hmm. Okay. And mm -hmm. he is a really smart guy that wants to share a lot of information. I go, stop doing what you're doing. Yeah. Then I said, here's the deal. I'm going to give you a script. And by a script, I mean, just languaging that's going to be music to their ears. Because when someone speaks my code, like, hey, Michelle, can I help? Can I help you push the easy button? I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> the easy button. How much does it cost? Right? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to speak to them in the blueprint language. And so you have to shift and you're going to speak to them like this. And so I gave him a script. And so he got back in and uh, with the client and they chose him because he spoke their language. What did he say different? What did he change? First, oh, you said at first he was giving out a lot of data, a lot of numbers, yeah. but what, yeah. did, what did he need to say to that blueprint person to close that? Good question. So this person really wants to mitigate risk and they're really, really mm. conscious, but they wanted mm -hmm. the best, right? So it's like a 94th, they had some money, right? So I said, when you go back and talk to them, just, um, you're going to talk to them like this. Well, listen, if we were to do business together, I just want you to know that the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to do this. And then the second thing that I'm going to do, and just really walked out a process that they mm -hmm. could walk along with so that they could feel safe. Why do people want a process? They don't want to be surprised. Surprises are really bad for this personality type. Really yeah. don't. So we talked about a process and when you do business with me, I just really want to make sure that you feel safe in your decision. So I, I said, give them the guarantee of your installation. Um, make sure that they understand your credentials. Let's look at all these values. And we're speaking to these values and none of it was a lie. He was a really credentialed guy, but yeah. he just wouldn't speak this way typically. So I taught him how to speak the blueprint and he was able to go back. And by the way, he's not the biggest contractor. He was a smaller contractor that won uh, a pretty sizable chunk of business against much bigger contractors. So the point in all of that, when we're running a business, we really need to, to kind of shift on the fly. Like, oh, that person yeah. needs something different from me. And we're always authentic. We're not being, we're really honoring people. It's just like, I'm going to speak your language. Mm -hmm. I'm wow. That's so good. Oh my gosh. Okay. So where, where can people go and learn more about this code? I think you are, are giving our guests something today so they can learn their code. Is that right? Where do oh, they yeah. get started? I mean, if we want to use this, not just in our marriage, our life, our relationships, but in business and yeah. learn how to actually communicate in the way that someone needs us to communicate, how, how, tell us how to get started. Where do we go? Yeah, it's so good. Okay. Well, I do on most Wednesdays, I do why they buy Wednesday.com. You can go there, you can register Ooh. and will give you um, the full presentation. So I've got a beautiful slide deck and I can spend a little bit more time on each part of the code. So you can go register at whythebuywednesday.com. You can, um, I sent the link over. Um, let's just give everyone the gift of a free assessment. So one of the things that's so cool about what I do is most assessments you got to pay for. And mm -hmm. so we have that I pay for and I can give it as a gift unlimited right so it's hey smarty crack my code and you can go there and you're going to organize the cards and it'll give you the instructions hey take the card that's most like you and drop it in the first place right and you're going to organize those cards you put in your email address and you're going to get the gift of a personality assessment that says this is you and nice. most people go I can't believe I did that in 90 seconds and that it's free yeah right? Right. Oh my gosh. So why they buy Wednesday.com. That's where we can go and register for your, this is like a webinar. 
that you host every Wednesday? I do, uh, yeah, I do a live thing on most Wednesdays. Tomorrow I can't because I'm at the FRAC conference. Um, but on most Wednesday, I'll see the registration come in and 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 we'll we'll get that set up. And then they can go crack their code and get a free personality assessment. And then I'm on LinkedIn. I'm actually, my profile picture is in this blouse, this red blouse. Oh my gosh, it is your video. I think you're doing a video talking about it in that blouse yeah. too, right? <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love that video. I thought it was great. So once someone goes in, attends that like your class on maybe next Wednesday and a future Wednesday can really get a better idea of it. Um, should they go and take their test first, then come to the class? Go get the assessment because I'll 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 see when that comes in and I can reach out to people as well. And yeah. then from there, it's just like we have tools, we have training, and we have technology. So we've got a super fantastic AI tool. But my favorite tool is just to your point, keeping it real. I love speed coding. I love just listening to people and I go, oh, that indicates. And so I'll um I'll ask some people some questions like, hey, of everything, what's the most important thing to you? I'll kind of distill it down. And then I just speak their language and it's still me speaking in a way that I normally don't communicate that way. But what a real. better way. I mean, in, in every sales training I've ever been in, the very first thing people tell you to do is establish rapport, yeah. establish rapport. Like how, what a faster way to establish rapport, play a fun little game and really get to know the person on the other side of the table, or even better yet, next to you at the table. Here's some body language <laughs> next to you, depending on their needs. Right. Where are you sitting? What is your behavior? What is your body language? And what are you saying that yes. is turning them off or drawing them in? Look, guys, if anybody who listens to this podcast, who knows me, I'm a red, I am a red. Like, I don't know if I need other cards. Like I'm a hundred percent. I'm are. so red. I'm so energetic. And it's really just, it's, it's kind of, um, it's kind of hit me hard here recently to realize that Dude, not everybody, I have to come down so yeah. much to meet people at their level of energy or, um, you know, just excitement or whatever that is. I, I definitely have to shift and mold myself. This is going to help so much more to really help me understand that person better in a more genuine way than just toning myself down um, yes. and, and, and not having to tone myself down, but really just meeting people where they are. I love yes. this. It is like having compassion for them and honoring them. And, um, and there's like, um, what is the word? You know, I'm, I want to say in an intelligence, but I just feel so good about just having this awareness that I went for most of my life without it, right? Clanking yeah. and clanking around and oh, whatever. And now that I have it, I just like, I'm so grateful, you know, mm -hmm. I'm just so grateful um, for just being able to know when I need to modify, you know, knowing how to adjust and then, and helping my clients close big deals. And I close deals that I didn't use to close. And that's it's all part of business, right? We gotta... Yeah. When my worst nightmare is having someone say behind my back, that's just how she is. I don't ever want, you know, I, I know when I say that about a person, like I, I no longer say that about a person because I don't think that's an excuse. I think self-awareness and awareness of those around us is yeah. so important, more important than ever before in, in this day and age when we're yes. so distracted and we're so craving human connection, even from someone who's trying to sell us something we want, we want to feel connected and be known and be seen. And this yes. is such a powerful tool, tool to do that. And the division in the world. And so this is something that everyone can do, right? It's just like, let's reduce the amount of division in the world. Yeah. How about that? 
How about increase the amount of compassion? And you can do this at the kitchen table with your children. You can do it with your clients. You can do it wherever you go. And so I like that. We're reducing, increasing the connection. I love it. All right. I love that. And after you take this assessment, go and watch Michelle's webinar um, on a Wednesday sometime over at whythebuywednesday.com. Sign up for that. And then if you want to take it a step further, Michelle has trainings that will help you to further develop the skill. It's like a muscle. You can't just go to the, go buy a gym membership and not, not learn how to use the equipment and move your body. Right. So she's got that. And also we didn't talk much about it, but she has an AI tool that will help you to actually respond to emails in the language and the value of the person you're speaking with. And guys, if you're not using AI in your business for, and using tools like this to help you move forward, you're definitely missing the boat. So go over and check out, go follow Michelle on LinkedIn, Michelle LaFrance or LaFrance if you're from the South (laughs) and check her out on LinkedIn, go and take that test. And thank you so much, Michelle, for being my guest. Thank you for being a queen that leads. Oh my gosh. Thank you for being the queen. That's the queen. All this. So you're the queen. The Queens lead podcast is recorded worldwide and produced by the kick-ass media team at the Height Digital Home Base in Nicaragua. Until our next episode, stay real queens and go lead. Remember to tap that follow and leave your review. For freebies and more real, inspiring content you love, go to amysingleton.net and connect with Amy on our socials at The Real Amy Singleton. One more thing. This is the legal language, what my lawyer wrote and what I need to read to you. This podcast is presented for educational and entertainment purposes only. I am Amy Singleton, and I'm just your friend. Although I may speak to many on this show, I am not a psychotherapist, a business coach, a doctor, a CPA, a lawyer, or probably anyone who should be giving you professional advice. This podcast is not a substitute for a relationship with your doctor, coach, or any other licensed professional. Got it? Good. Now go be a queen and follow me at The Real Amy Singleton.